It is time for A Train Sports Talk Podcast Football Wrap Up. That's right, bringing you scores from the previous week. High school scores across the state of Kansas, college football scores and highlights, and the NFL. All right here on the A Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, your favorite conductor, Anthony Smith. So get ready for the football wrap up show. Right here on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and your favorite conductor, Anthony Smith. train sports talk podcast with your host and conductor anthony smith grab your tickets get on board and enjoy the ride it's the a train sports talk podcast all aboard Another edition of the A Train Sports Talk Podcast. Your host and conductor of the train, Anthony Smith. Yep, that's right. I am coming to you with the new edition. I had to rename it, and I hope you like it. It is called the Football Wrap Up. That's right. And on this show, I will be bringing you all the previous scores from this past Friday's high school games. Also, a look back at the college football scores as well from the top 25. Hopefully, some highlights and also the wrap-up of the NFL. So, it's going to be a long ride. So, like I always say, grab your tickets, get on board, put your seatbelt on, and enjoy the ride because we're going to take you on a football journey. That's right. All that right here on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. So, Without further ado, we're just going to go ahead and get on into these scores. You know how I do it with the high school scores. I start out with 6A and work my way all the way down to 6-man. And if time permits, I just might give you the high school rankings as well. So, Like I say, it's going to be a loaded show, and I hope it's one that you will enjoy. have to give credit where credit is due. I am getting my scores off of Catch It, Kansas. So that's where my scores are coming from. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and run you down the scores of the previous week, which was this past Friday. There were some good games. There were some blowout games. There were some closely contested games. Be that as it may, there were some games that were played. So starting with 6A, 
And some of these scores you might see listed even in 5A because some schools, 5A schools, play 6A schools. So starting out, we got a game that was a high-scoring affair. Miss we'll call it as it was. It was a shootout. Well, Lake the West outguns Shiny Mission Northwest by the score of 53-49. to 49. Bishop Carroll steamrolled over Wichita North. That's one of those 5A schools by the score of 48-7. Junction City Cruz passed Washburn Rule by the score of 24-6. Kansas City Wyandotte blanked Kansas City Harmon, embarrassed them by the score of 54-0. Blue Valley West had no problem with what they eked out. Let's rephrase that. They squeaked out a one-point victory over Blue Valley Northwest by the score of 27-6. Bishop Mage blanked Blue Valley by the score of 40-0. Lawrence cruises past Shawnee Mission North by the score of 44-14. Shawnee Mission East put on the afterburners against Shawnee Mission West, beating them 57 14. Olathe North knocks off a perennial power by the score of beating Gardner Edgerton by the score of 13 to 2. Olathe Northwest gets past Olathe East by the score of 12 to 7. Free State cruises past Shiny Mission North 45 to 13. Great Bend gets a seven-point victory over Dodge City by the score of 21-14. Wichita Heights humbled Wichita South 54-6. Derby steamrolled over campus, beating them, taming the Colts by the score of 70-13. Wichita West was no match for Wichita East as the Aces soared high, beating them. 54 to 8. Northwest, well, let's just say, I think the basketball team played. Putting up 81 points, knocking off Topeka, 81 to 13. Moving on to 5A. DeSoto knocked off Shiny Heights, 28 to 0. Lansing cruises past Topeka West, 42 to 0. Manhattan steamrolled over. Emporia, 48-7. Atchison had no problem with Kansas City, Washington, 55-6. Blue Valley Southwest beats Blue Valley North, 31-10. Mill Valley cruises past Olake the South, 45-14. Valley Center cruises, gets the win over Salina Central. Taming the Ponies, the Mustangs, I mean, by the score of 43-36. Garden City had... No problem with Liberal beating them 35 to 14. Hutchison knocks off Salina South 42 to 7. Newton, those Railers, cruised down the track, knocked off Arc City 26 to 13. In an in town rivalry game, wasn't much of a fight. Mays knocks off Mays South 63 to 26. Andover gets a two point victory over Garter. Eisenhower, 27-25. Cape and Steamrose Southeast, 70-0. Kansas City, Missouri, Lincoln Prep cruises past Highland Park, 59-22. to 
And now we move into 4A. Lamego cruises past Coffeyville 34-6. Chanute has no problem with Independence, beating them 34-10. Spring Hill over Ottawa, 56-25. Labette County beats Fort Scott, 25-8. Taganoxie blanks Bonner Springs, 37-0. Lewisburg gets the one-point victory over Eudora, 28-7. Kansas City Piper embarrasses Kansas City Turner, beating them 62-6. Pittsburgh ekes out a six-point victory over Payola, beating them 20-14. Baser Linwood gets the four-point victory over Leavenworth, 35-31. Kansas City Sumner gets past Kansas City Schlegel by the score of 26-17. Rockhurst, Missouri knocks off Aquinas, 32-11. St. James beats St. Pius X, 49-14. Rose Hill gets the four-point victory over Abilene, 16-12. Hayes rolls past Ulysses, 48-14. McPherson blanks Winfield, 24-0. Bueller gets past Mulvane, 22-7. Circle beats Augusta, 37-15. Wellington. Rose past El Dorado, 45-8. And Garter gets the six-point victory over Andover Central by the score of 2014. Now we take a look at 3A scores. Parsons cruises past Riverton, 55-7. Nemaha Central cruises past Jefferson West, 67-6. Houghton beats down Royal Valley, 48-15. Topeka Hayden over Perry LeCompton, 44-28. Baldwin doubles up, plus one over Anderson County Garnett, 41-20. Burlington gets a victory over Iola, 20-18. Wellsville knocks off Bishop Ward, 38-21. Gerard cruises past Prairie View, 41-8. Santa Fe Trail, 28, Osawatomie, 8, Galena, 52, Baxter Springs, 14, Concordia cruises past Hiawatha, 38 to 12, Frontenac has no problem with Columbus, beating them 35 to 8, Goodland gets the three-point victory over Norton Community, 28 to 45, Holcomb cruises past Colby, 39 to 12, Clearwater knocks off Wichita Trinity, 49-20. Scott City gets the six-point victory over Hugleton, 27-21. Those Indians from Andell, this is no misprint. There was also some drawback. However, coaches, both sides, one of those situations, what do you do in a game like this? Matter of fact, the score was 78-0 at halftime. Coach for Andel had a chance to play his freshman and JV players as well, and it still didn't stop the leading as Andel knocks off Nickerson. 108-0. Let me say it again. Anderson, uh, Andel, 108, Nickerson, 0. Let's just say Andel is a dynasty. If I'm correct, they're now at 43 straight 
wins. Collegiate knocks off Chapman 34-8. Kingman blanks Heston 28-0. Cheney gets by Smoky Valley 27-24. Southeast of Saline gets past Clay Center 26-14. Rock Creek cruises past Marysville 56-21. Now we move on to 2A. Cherryville knocks off Fredonia, 36-14. Lakin beats Southwestern Heights by the score of 61-16. Russell blanks TMP, Thomas Moore Prep, 22-0. Humboldt humbles Eureka, 42-14. Caney Valley knocks off Neodache, 38-12. Osage City cruises past Sedgwick, 52-28. Council Grove blanks West Franklin 21-0. No score on Pleasant Ridge against Atchison County Effingham. Beloit cruises past Phillipsburg 48-12. Minneapolis blanks Horton 64-0. Sabatha also blanks Raleigh County 35-0. Silver Lake squeaks out a one-point victory over Rossville. 22-21. Chaparral humbles Douglas, 42-6. Garden Plain cruises past Haven, 45-18. Pratt also cruises past Hoisington, 37-13. Ellsworth blanks Lions, 55-0. Cimarron gets past Larnard, 23-14. Halstead cruises past Hillsborough, 55-21. Pittsburgh Colgan blanks Armour Northeast, 48-0. And Opie gets the forfeit victory over Northern Heights. They host that score as 1-0, signifying a forfeiture. Troy cruises past Mower Hill, 76-16. No score on McLeod and Mission Valley. Jayhawk Lynn knocks off Central Heights, 58-13. Riverside knocks off Onaga, 34-9. Smith Center cruises past Oakley, 37-7. No score on Cherokee Southeast against Pleasanton. Plainville gets the five-point victory over Ellis, 30-25. Remington blanks Blue Stem, 67-0. Erie gets past Uniontown, 12-6. Inman has no problem beating Hutch Trinity, 21-3. Centralia knocks off Jackson Heights, 28-6. Jefferson County North cruises past Oskaloosa, 42-7. Sacred Heart gets past Valley Heights, 26-7. St. Mary's cruises past Valley Falls by the score, 65-14. Marion Steamrolls Bell Plains, 60-9. Wabonsi Blanks. Republic County, 22-0. Medicine Lodge gets past Sterling, 28-12. Conway Springs, 36. Ellenwood, 0. Stanton County, Syracuse, no score on that game. And looks like somewhere along the way, I did not see the breaking point between 2A and 1A, but that concludes 1A scores.
Now we will give you the eight-man Division One scores as Hill City knocks off Quintner, 20-12, which will be considered a low-scoring game. Oaksley, in a one-sided affair, knocks off Decatur Community, 54-0. South Sumner also blanks Oxford, 62-0. Independent cruises past Attica, Argonia, 64-18. Oswego, my good friend out there, Matt Fowler, gets the win over Sedan, 52-48, in a high-scoring game. They are having a pretty good season this year, thus far from what I see. Gossel cruises past Solomon, 54-22. El Saline knocks off Rock Hill, 36-8. Wichita County gets by Spearville, 56-8. Atwood, Rollins County cruises past Stockton, 54-6. Mead humbles South Great, 58-6. Sublette cruises past Elkhart, 74-32. Maxville, 58. Ness City, 12. Trago Community. Blanks, Kiowa County, 78-0. Clifton Clyde cruises past Lincoln, 56-6. Burden Central knocks off Udall, 64-16. Washington County gets by Bennington, 50-30. Burlingame cruises past Sierra Caravelle Latin, 57-26. Yates Center, I know they're celebrating, picks up a victory over Cedarville Dexter by the score of 50 to 14. Madison gets past Linden 40 to 26. Little River Blanks Mound Ridge 46 0. Chase County gets by Maranatha Academy 72 to 8. West Elk Blanks Flint Hills 52 0. The Cross Blanks Pratt Skyline 46 0. Moving on to eight man division two. Pike Valley has no problem with Wakefield, beating them 44-6. Osborne cruises past St. John's Tipton, 52-30. Sylvan Lucas gets past Central Plains in what would be considered low-scoring an eight-man, 12-6. Something tells me that was a defensive battle. Victoria cruises past Wilson, 52-6. South Barbara cruises past South Central, 44-28. No score on Norwich and Rural Vista. Marmotten Valley, 52, Hartford, 46. Hanover, 48, Donovan West, 0. No score on Lebo and Marius Desk Singers Valley. Frankfurt cruises past Frankfurt Land, 51 to 6. Also, no score on Wallace County versus St. Francis. However, Wheatland Grinnell blanks Logan Palco, 48 to 0. Stafford cruises past St. John Hudson, 60-12. Mineola also cruises past Zatanta, 76-38. Dighton, Tame, Otis Bison, 54-6. Thunder Ridge also beats Lakeside by the same score, 54-6. No score on Hodgman County and Buckland. Axtell blanks Blue Valley Randolph, 62-0. Kenton Galva blanks Fairfield, 54-0. Colony Crest puts on the Jets and cruises past St. Paul, 60-14. And rounding out eight-man division one, Kinsley cruises past Central Christian, 52-38. Now for six-man scores, Deerfield, 49, Moscow, 33. 
Matoma, 37th century, 28. No score on Waverly, Chitopa. Northern Valley cruises past Tri-Plains Brewster, 53-6. Golden Plains, 50. Western Plains, 0. Peabody Burns, 46. South Coffee County, 0. Tescott Blanks Burton, 46-0. South Southern Cloud decides they want to play basketball on the football field. Demolishing Chase by the score of 86-38. Wetmore cruises past Altoona Midway, 54-6. Bird City Chelan, 61, Tribune 12. And rounding out six man, Cunningham, 46, Pontiac Heights, 0. Ashland, 55, Rolla, 6. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do right here. I am going to take a break. And when I come back, we're going to look at college scores from this past weekend. So don't you dare go nowhere. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Mr. Max Market, formerly known as P&P, is fully stocked for all your grocery needs. We carry the largest selection of hot links in Wichita, including the world-famous Oklahoma links from Mountain View and Rogers, Kansas links from Yoder, Colorado links from Gold Star, as well as national brands such as Siegel and Dietz. Our meat department stocks ribs, pork butts, pork chops, brisket, hams, chicken, hamburger meat, oxtails, buffalo fish, whole catfish and fillets, and much more. In season, we stock hard to find produce such as red, yellow, orange, and purple meat watermelon, cantaloupe, melons, tomatoes, corn, greens, okra, and more. We have a huge selection of fish fry, seasonings, sauces, and rubs including the full lines of Louisiana and Slap Ya Mama products. In addition, we have all grocery staples including flour, sugar, bread, butter, cheese, snacks, milk, canned goods, candy, snacks, and drinks. the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Grab your tickets, get on board, and enjoy the ride. It's the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. All aboard! Welcome back into another segment of the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast with your host, Dr. Anthony Smith. So glad you're bored. 
Hope you're enjoying this podcast wherever you're listening at. As a matter of fact, I'd like some feedback. Where are you listening to this podcast from? That's going to be my question to engage. Where are you listening to this podcast? If you're in Wichita, just say Wichita. If you're in California, on the East Coast, wherever you're from, I'd like to know where you are listening to this podcast from. I kind of want to engage with you, my listeners. Also, you're a commercial spot. Those of you in Wichita area, you need to go check out uh, Mr. MC's uh, market. He's 21st Street here in Wichita, Kansas. Go in there and tell my good friend Alicia that I sent you over there. Tell you heard this on the A Train Sports Talk podcast. Anyway, it's time to get into some uh, more scores. You know, last week we had some college football. Some games started on Thursday nights. Possibly some highlights. Maybe. Maybe not. Did a sound check and I didn't like the way it sounds. So what you will get from me most likely is probably just the scores. Because I want to have a good show. Anyway, games that were played on Thursday, September 29th. Seen number 19, BYU, now 4 and 1, knock off Utah State by the score of 38 26. Some of your top performers. Jay Hill, quarterback, BYU, 17 of 27, 274 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, top rusher in the game, uh, C. Tyler Jr., running back. Utah State University, 18 carries, 104 yards. Top receiver, B. Cobb, wide receiver, Utah State University, 10 receptions, 96 yards, two touchdowns in the game. I have to say, looking at some of the highlights, though, BYU look pretty spiffy in those uh, blue helmets with the blue tops, white pants. Nice little outfit, and they still have their traditional look. Those, that's one of the teams that you won't see deviating too much from their original Number 15, Washington, took one on the chin as they lost to another team undefeated. I don't know if you really want to call that an upset because now, don't look, but UCLA is quietly under the radar with a 5-0 record, knocking off 15th-ranked Washington by the score of 30-22. to That game was played on Friday, September the 30th. Top performers. Michael Penix Jr., quarterback, Washington, 30 of 48 for 345 yards, four TDs. However, it wasn't enough. Top rusher, Z. Chabonet, running back, UCLA, 22 carries, 124 yards, one touchdown. Top receiver in that game, Jay Bobo, wide receiver, UCLA, six receptions, 142 yards, two touchdowns in that game. So. Quiet as it's kept, UCLA 5 0. I'm pretty sure now that the rankings are out, and we will get to that, I'm pretty sure they are in the rankings. Got to be. 5 0, you cannot go ignore. Number one, Georgia. Went to Columbus, Missouri. On paper, it seems as if this game should have been a blowout. 
They could have played it in Columbus. They could have played it on the other side of the river. Playing it at home, it's supposed to be a blowout. Missouri had thoughts of an upset. Georgia found a way to pull it out. Beaten Missouri. 26-22 to remain unbeaten. Top performer, Stetson Bennett, quarterback, Georgia. 24-43 for 312 yards. Top rusher, C. Schrader, running back, Missouri. Six carries, 89 yards. Top receiver, D. LeVette, wide receiver, Missouri. Six receptions, 84 yards. Number two, Alabama. Made sure there was no doubt as they knocked off Arkansas 49-26. However, their quarterback, Bryce Young, went out to an injury. Top performance in that game, Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. 7-13 for 173 yards, one touchdown. Top rusher, Jay Gibbs, running back, Alabama, 10 carries, 206 yards. Take that back, 18 carries, 206 yards. Top receiver, Cade Prentice, wide receiver, Alabama. Three receptions, 92 yards, and a touchdown. Number three, Ohio State. Cruises past Rutgers, 49-10. Top performer, C.J. Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. 13-22, 154 yards, two touchdowns. Top rusher, M. Williams, running back, Ohio State. 21 carries, 189 yards, five touchdowns. And top receiver, E. Egbuka, wide receiver, Ohio State, four receptions, 70 yards. Number four, Michigan. Knocks off Iowa by the score of 27-14. Top performers, S. Petrus, quarterback, Iowa, 21 of 31 for 246 yards and one touchdown. Top rusher, V. Corum, running back, Michigan, 29 carries, 100. 33 yards, one touchdown. And the top receiver, L. Latchy, tight end, Iowa. Four receptions, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Number five, Clemson. Still undefeated. Taking on North Carolina State, which is undefeated coming into the game. In case you want to know, how did that game play out? We will find out here in a minute. As it was a very competitive game. Somebody had to win, somebody had to lose. So how did it turn out? Take it to Moffat. Uyangale gets around the corner, and he'll just cruise into the end zone. And Clemson punctuates an impressive payback victory over the Wolfpack. Watch the end man, Wilson, the defensive end. He collapses down, giving Uyangale a chance to get outside. And because they played man coverage, there's nobody left. So it's up to number 11, Peyton Wilson, to try to save the day, but he bit just enough. On that play fake, love to see. So there you have it. And I hope I get that name right. Uyangale, something like that. Uyangale. 
Anyway, Clemson, number five, Clemson knocks off number 10, NC State, by the score of 30 to 20. Top performers, D. Leary, quarterback, NC State, 20 47 for 245 yards, one TD. Top rusher, DJ Uyagale, quarterback, however, Clemson, but 14 carries, 73 yards, two touchdowns. Top receiver, T. Thomas, wide receiver, North Carolina State. Nine receptions, 84 yards. Moving right along in the top 25. Number six, USC. Knocks off Arizona State by the score of 42-25. Top performers, Caleb Williams, quarterback, USC. 27 of 37, 348 yards, three touchdowns. Top rusher, I believe that's Xavier Velade, running back, Arizona State University, 13 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. And your top receiver, Jay Addison, receiver, USC, eight receptions, 105 yards. In what would be considered a mild upset, number 14, Ole Miss, knocks off number seven, Kentucky, by the score of 22 to 19. Top performance, D. W. Levis, quarterback, Kentucky, 18 of 24 for 220 yards, two touchdowns. Top rusher, Q. Judkins, running back, Mississippi, 15 carries, 106 yards, and a touchdown. Top receiver, M. Heath, wide receiver, Mississippi, six receptions, 100 yards. In a rematch of last year's Big 12 title game, number nine, Oklahoma, remains unbeaten, knocking off number 16, Baylor, which I'm pretty sure they will fall out of the rankings or close to it. They knock off, Oklahoma State knocks off Baylor by the score, 36 to 25. Your top performers, D. Shapen, quarterback Baylor, 28 40 for 345 yards, two touchdowns. Top rusher, R. Reese, running back Baylor, 17 carries, 85 yards, one touchdown. Top receiver, M. Baldwin, wide receiver, Baylor, seven receptions, 174 yards, two touchdowns. All those individual stats, but it still wasn't enough to overcome what Oklahoma State did. Oklahoma State, once again, your winner, 36-25. Number 11, Penn State. Jordan alone, quietly at 5-0. Got a little bit of resistance from Northwestern. They won the game by the score of 17-7. to Top performers, R. Alinsky, quarterback, Northwestern, 18-37. of 15-37 of for 210 yards, one touchdown. Top rusher, N. Singleton, running back, Penn State University, 21 carries, 87 yards, one touchdown. Top receiver, P. Washington, wide receiver, PSU, four receptions, 73 yards. Number 12, Utah. Making noise still in the Pac-12, knocking off Oregon State by a score of 42 to 16. Number 13, Oregon. Cruises past Stanford Cardinal by the score of 45 to 27. Number 17, Texas A&M. Can kiss your 17 ranking goodbye. You are still in after this week. It will be a mystery as to how. 
as Mississippi State, four and one now, knocks off Texas A&M by the score of forty-two to twenty-four. In a game that you have to say you probably did not see this coming. There's no way you can convince me that you saw this coming. You may have seen what you call an upset in the makings, but not of this proportion as number 18, Oklahoma, and then Fort Worth, Texas, take on TCU Corn Frog. And I have to tell you, it was not a pretty sight. None whatsoever. If you don't believe me, all you got to do listen to this. First and 10 from the 19. Duggan puts it up. Jump ball. Caught. Touchdown, Williams. And right there, Savion Williams said, oh, Get mine too. Right here, he tracks the ball, makes the play. Great throw there by Max Duck. My partner, Robert Griffin III, has an intricate grading system for some of these QB transfers. We'll talk about that later. Duckin wide open. Room service cut by Barber. And he's off. Touchdown, TCU. Yards. First down and 10. Used to play the position, right? Yeah, look at Duggan quarterbacking. Taking off Duggan with his legs. Oh, Duggan all the way for the touchdown. smiled when we asked about his speed yesterday. Yes, look, <laughs> he told us that he feels faster, leaner, more agile. He's like, where are the defenders at? His strength coach, Kyle Skazadi, told us this man's got a dragon in his chest, and right now he's spitting hot fire. He's also a weapon with the ball in his hands. That was a nice run to get the first there. Reason why he's a projected first-round pick. Wide open room service again. One more man, touchdown! Let me just say this. TCU is running through Oklahoma like a stimulus check right now, okay? And there it is. Duncan, touchdown! Couldn't have said it no better. If you weren't in Wacom, it seemed like all those highlights were TCU. That's because it was TCU highlight day. Final score, unranked and undefeated, TCU knocks off formerly number 18th ranked Oklahoma. Do I need to say that again? TCU 55, Oklahoma 24. Moving right along. Number 21, Minnesota took their first loss and probably can kiss their 21 ranking goodbye as well as they got not steamrolled by the Purdue Boilermakers by the score of 2010. A team that is holding on to their ranking will probably move up now. Wake Forest 
knocks off number 23, Florida State, 31 to 21. Georgia Tech knocks off number 24, Pittsburgh, by the score of 26 to 21. And number 25, Kansas State, who you probably can expect to move up in the rankings, knocks off Texas Tech by the score of 37 to 28. So now, what I want to do, I'm going to see if time will allow me to do it. I want to look at top 25. And yes, I do have time to do that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to pull up the top 25 ranking because it will definitely look a little bit different. I'm going to give you the AP top 25 as well as the AFCA coaches poll. Let's see how they agree or disagree. Coming in at number one, no surprise, Alabama. Georgia took a dip based on their performance. Coming in at number two, number three, Ohio State. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Number five, USC. Well, let me rephrase it. Let me start over. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Georgia. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Number six, USC. Moving up the rankings now, number seven, Oklahoma State. Coming in at number eight. I am having a hard time believing this, but coming in at number eight, Tennessee. Coming in at number nine, Ole Miss. Coming in at number 10, Penn State. Notice, top 10 teams, all are undefeated. Let's move right along now. Coming in at number 11. Utah, number 12, Oregon, number 13, Kentucky, number 14, NC State, number 15, Wake Forest, number 16, BYU. So, 11 through 16, those teams are 4 and 1. Now, here are some teams that you probably didn't expect to be, well, that you didn't see in the rankings last week. They have made a resounding jump into the rankings. Unranked last week, but now they're ranked this week. Coming in at number 17, TCU at 4-0. Coming in at number 18 at 5-0 after not being after being not ranked. Number 18, UCLA. Guess who's coming in at number 19? Undefeated. After not being ranked previous week. Number 19, those Kansas Jayhawks are flying high. Which, by the way, big game scheduled for the Big 12. Who would have thought at this point in the season we'd be saying, big game coming up in the Big 12, which could have implications on the Big 12 race? Kansas up against TCU. That game will be in Lawrence. Once again, I'm pretty sure it will be a sellout. Matter of fact, they've got Kansas ranked above the number 20 ranked team who moved up. Number 20, Kansas State Wildcats at 4 and 1. Coming in at number 21 after suffering a loss, 
the Washington Huskies at four and one. Making their way into the rankings. Welcome back to the top 25. The Orangemen from Syracuse coming in at 5-0. and Coming in at number 23 at 4-1, Mississippi State. Number 24 with the 4-1 record on their way to the Big 12, Cincinnati. And coming in at number 25, having to prove themselves all over again after taking a loss early in the season, number 25, LSU. So now let's take a look at the coaches poll. Coaches poll looks like this. Number one, Alabama. Number two, Georgia. Number three, Ohio State. Number four, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Number six, USC. Number seven, Oklahoma State. Number eight, Tennessee. Number nine, Ole Miss. Number 10, Penn State. They all agree on the top 11, on the top 10. Now, let's take a look at number 11, Utah. That's still the same. Number 12, Oregon. That's still the same. Number 13, Kentucky. Everything is in agreement so far. Number 14, NC State. Number 15, Wake Forest. Number 16, BYU. Now, here's a change right here. The coaches seem fit that they believe Kansas is the 17th ranked team, while TCU is ranked 18th, putting UCLA at 19. That ought to make for an interesting game come Saturday in Lawrence between Kansas Jayhawks and the TCU Horn Frogs. Number 20, holding steady, is Kansas State. The coaches also seem fit that they think Syracuse is ranked 21, just above number 22 ranked Baylor. Number 23, Mississippi State. Number 24, Washington, and number 25, hanging on by the skin on their chinny-chin-chin, is Arkansas. So there you have scores, some highlights from college football, as well as the rankings. You know what? Still not done. Come back. We will have scores from the NFL. So don't you dare go nowhere because this train is still building up ahead of steam. It's your favorite host and conductor, the number one podcast in all the state of Kansas, A Train Sports Talk Podcast. Be right back. It's time for us all to grow together. So, if you would like to have your ad ran on the A-Train Sports Talk podcast, simply reach out to me at a.trainsportstalk at gmail.com or at 316-553-2010. Or, if you would like to sponsor a segment, you can also reach me at a.trainsportstalk 
at gmail.com or 316-553-2010. So let's grow together. It is the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast, your host and conductor, Anthony Smith. Hey, what's happening? It's Rick Thomas with Running the Table, and you already know you are on board the A-Train. Hang on for the ride. Welcome back to a segment. I can't say it's going to be my last one. It may be, and it may not be. Because I got some news that came up wired today. Man. Or if time will allow, I can have it all in one second. It just depends. But I do have some news for you. I'm pretty sure it's making its ways across nat- national sports talk radio. But you're also going to hear it on my podcast. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to go ahead and get on into my NFL scores. If there were some games of interest. Some games that probably were head scratching. NFL wrapped up last night with Monday Night Football. So we're going to give you all the scores Sunday as well as Monday Night so Just enjoy the ride. So the scores as we give you the football wrap up. New York Jets knock off the Pittsburgh Steelers. And right now, the New York Jets are flying high at 2-2. Two and two. Knocking off the Steelers once again by the score, 24-20. The Cardinals went into Charlotte, North Carolina. And I want to say that, well, they say the fans were booing, but we know that Charlotte, North Carolina is Rick Flair country. So, for the benefit of the doubt, I don't think they were booing. I think maybe Rick Flair was in attendance and they were saying, woo, and not boo. Be there as knocked off the Carolina Panthers, declawing the Panthers by the score of 26 16. The Raiders finally get off the schneid as they knock off the Denver Broncos. It's not looking so well with the Russell Wilson experiment. Knocking off the Raiders. The Raiders knocking off the Broncos. 32-23. Packers was in for a dogfight with a Mac Jones-led Patriots team. Overcoming the Patriots in overtime by the score of 27 to 24. The Chiefs went into Tampa, or as some refer to them as Tampa. And not only is Tom Brady having problems on the field, he's having problems off the field. 
We will get to that later. Chiefs knocked off the Buccaneers in the Sunday night game. 41-13. In the Monday night game, 49ers knocked off a depleted L.A. Rams team by the score of 24-9. And I know there are some more scores, and here they are right here. The Thursday night game, there was in question because of what happened with Tua Tagovailoa and the concussion injury. Bengals knocked off the Dolphins 27-15. Don't laugh at this, but the Vikings are at 3-1. Yeah, there are a lot of people still down on Kirk Cousins. But the 3-1 Vikings knocked off the Saints 28-25. The Chargers kept the Texans in the no-win column, beating them by the score of 34-24. The Giants, quiet as it's kept, 3-1. Their long loss coming to the Dallas Cowboys. Knocked off the Chicago Bears by the score of 20-12. The Seahawks in the shootout with the Detroit Lions beat them 48-45. They basically have the same record as Russell Wilson and the Broncos, two and two. So who got the better of the deal? Geno Smith appears to be balling out now. The Falcons don't look now, but they are now two and two in the NFC South division, knocking off the Browns by the score of 23 to 20. The Titans and Derrick Henry knocked off the Colts. 24-17. The Dallas Cowboys, 3-1, led by Cooper Rush. Knocked off the Commanders by the score of 25-10. Buffalo Bills went in to Baltimore and knocked off the Ravens by the score of 23-20. The team that everybody's talking about now, and I know Philly fans, and I know my partner out there in the Philadelphia area, you listen to his podcast, Bill and the Birdman. I'm talking about Vince Quinn. Knocked off the Jaguars. It was a game effort, but they came up short. They knocked off, the Eagles knocked off the Jaguars by the score of 29 to 21. Already gave you the Steelers Panthers. I gave you the Cardinals. I gave you the Jets Steelers game. I gave you the Cardinals Panthers score. Also gave you the Broncos score as well. So those were the other scores of interest. So now what I want to do is. I want to look at a story that is gaining some attention. And it has to do with one Tom Brady. seen it come across and I'm like this is something that I have to have on my podcast today so 
everybody knows that Tom Brady took some time off right before the season. Some say that he was dealing with some family issues. So the rumor mill kicked into high gear when Papa Rossi called Giselle Bungeon past couple of days walking around in Miami by herself sans wedding ring. On Monday morning, supermodel clad in chick at leisure was photographed talking on her phone about looking downcast. Granted, most people work out alone and aren't smiling. But her husband, Tom Brady, was nowhere in sight. Plus, Bunchin missed the Tampa Bay Buccaneers QB's game on Sunday versus Kansas City Chiefs when she had always been a fixture in the stands. We heard they were living apart amid arguments about Brady's decision to unretire from football. But others in the know say that isn't the case that they have had issues for a while. Now it's official. Page six reports the two have each retained counsel. I don't think there will be any coming back now, one source told the outlet. They both have lawyers and are looking at what a split will entail, who gets what, and what the finances will be. This split could be Quite a doozy. The power couple who have two kids are currently building an eco-friendly mega mansion on Indian Creek Island. The sure-to-be fabulous home's fate and who will live there is unclear. What's at stake financially beside the house? A lot of cheddar. Bunchin and Brady both have heap loads of dough. Maybe enough that they don't ask any support of one another and cooperate like champs. The marriage has, has lasted a little over 13 years. The former New England Patriot and Brazilian bombshell tied the knot in a small ceremony in Santa Monica, California in February 2009. Translation looked like a divorce is on the horizon. So I'm not going to go into much more detail except for that that I'm giving right now. But yes, it is looking like the couple is headed for a split and there is no looking back, no looking back for a possible return. So as this story unfolds, this story will probably be a fixture on my podcast. Like I say, I'm pretty sure that this story is gaining a lot of national attention on Sports Talk Radio. So, I had a little bit of a tidbit to give you. And like I say, I will be following this story, and as I get more detail, trust me, I will be bringing it to you right here on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. But until the next time, I hope you have enjoyed the ride today, tonight, or wherever time frame you're listening to this. I've enjoyed myself bringing this to you. And please feel free to chime in and let me know where you are listening to this podcast from as I'm looking to engage 
you, my listeners out there. Also, remember to shop local if you're here in the 316 area code. Stop by Mr. MC's Market, East 21st Street. Tell my good friend Alicia Broomfield that I sent you by. Tell her that you heard about it here on the A-Train Sports Talk Podcast. So until the next time I'm back again, enjoy yourself and each other. And keep those tickets because they are reusable. Never know what journey we're going to take you on the next time. So until the next time, take care of yourself and each other. And God bless. I enjoyed bringing this to you. Thank you.